Bonjour, bonjour, and welcome to another episode of EveryoneHatesMarketers.com. Um, this is a rather special episode with everything that's going on right now. Um, took me a while to uh, actually um, digest everything and, and decide whether or not I wanted to to record an episode uh, f for you right now um, uh, to give uh, not really advice, but some pointers and, and basically to tell you how, how I'm handling um, things right now, what I'm planning to do, what I've done already, uh, and all of that. Um, so yeah, how I'm approaching the next few weeks, the next few months, and hopefully that should help you as well. Um, stay until the end, I'm offering some help uh, if you need it. Um, you can skip all the way to the end if you feel overwhelmed right now as a, as a marketer or just as a person. Uh, if you need to talk to someone, I'm here for you if you need to, uh, if you need to talk. So. I, I hope everything is, is, is going well uh, for you and your family. Um, I'm a bit afraid. I'm not kind of, uh, I'm not afraid to admit that uh, everyone is. Uh, we are living in times that are very uh, special, uh, should I say. Um, and so it's kind of difficult to focus, right? I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of you and you are probably uh, one of them. You, you probably are struggling a bit to focus right now. Um, with everything that's going on, it's kind of tough to, to find kind of the, the rhythm in your day to day. Um, me personally, I'm very lucky. I, uh, we, uh, my wife and I moved to a, a new house recently and, um, we have, um, we are settled, uh, I'm working from home. Um, so this doesn't have an impact on me, but I know that you might not be in the same situation. So, you know, do everything you can to stay, uh, to stay safe and stay safe for you and your family. Um, I think this, this time is going to be, uh, remembered, um, in the history books um, that fellow students in 20 years, 25, 30 years will, will be asked to remember the, the date when uh, this has happened. Um, and yeah, however you feel is is normal, right? If you feel overwhelmed, that, that's perfectly normal. Uh, there's a lot going on, uh, so don't feel bad for that. Uh, don't feel bad even if you see other people online boasting about the fact that they are nailing uh, this time and it's a huge opportunity for everyone. Uh, it's okay if you feel a bit overwhelmed, it's okay if you feel, uh, uh, yeah, if you don't have as much uh, productivity as you, as you used to. Um, so yeah, I want to give some pointers on how I'm approaching things as, as a human being, first of all, uh, how I'm approaching things as a marketer, a second, and then I'm going to give you some resources um, that I've kind of uh, created and finally offering some help uh, for you um, should you need it. So whether you want to talk to me directly, I'll, I'll be having a weekly office hours uh, from now on for free, obviously. And then um, I'll also be uh, answering your questions on a regular basis uh, if you want to send me questions very much. Um, and then finally, I'm going to publish a, a full transcript of this episode with links and all of that. So you don't need necessarily to take all the notes because it's, it's going to be available on, on everyonehatesmarketers.com. So how am I approaching things as a, as a human being, first of all? Um, the, the the one thing I need to remind myself and I need to remind you is that I'm I'm my value is is beyond my economic value and your value is beyond beyond your economic value. Uh, I mean, in today's uh, age, it's easy to associate you as as your you know as your job. Like you you as a person is a marketer and therefore um, you um, this is who you are. Uh, but that's not the case, right? So you're you're way beyond your worth, way beyond your economic worth, and that's something you need to kind of remember, right? Um, so if you are out of work right now, um, if, if you can't work and all of that, that's not, um, 
it's a tough situation uh, for sure but there is things beyond that uh, that are more important um, so I would say as much as possible I'm trying to focus on things that are within my control um, so staying off the news uh, as much as possible staying off social media as much as possible uh, I don't use Facebook anymore I don't use Instagram anymore but it's been a long time I only use Twitter and LinkedIn um, and I'm trying to remove the as much as possible the news around around the COVID-19 by um, by filtering them out. Um, obviously, I'm following recommendations. That's something I can control uh, with with, uh, with social distancing and all of that. Um, I'm based in Ireland, uh, by the way. So the there at the minute, at the, uh, when I've recorded this episode, uh, there is some uh, some obviously some strict rules in place around that. Um, then I'm, I can control my attitude, right? I can control the way I, I think about stuff, uh, the way I react to things, uh, the way I reach out to my friends, to my family. Um, and then I can control my routine, right? And the process uh, that I have every day. I'm a rather kind of anxious person uh, normally. So it's a very, um, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of a blessing, you know, to have a routine, whether it's uh, inside the house or outside. I used to go to the gym every, every, uh, every three or four days, uh, going to jujitsu as well. And I can't do that anymore, but I'm doing home workouts. I'll give you more details on that. And then the things I cannot control are, are things I'm trying to let go of, right? So the things that uh, others do uh, is something I cannot control. Um, how they react to things is, simple, is something I can't, I can't uh, control. How long uh, this whole thing will last is impossible to predict, so something I can't really control. Um, it reminds me actually of this, this story from this uh, prisoner of war who stayed in a, in a cell for a God, I don't know how many years and survived. Uh, and, and actually was able to give some pointers about how they how he managed to to handle everything and and the thing that saved him uh, he said was to not have a, an end date in mind to say oh I'll be liberated by Christmas or I'll be liberated by Easter and instead just focusing on day after day um, because it can be very overwhelming and, and uh, almost uh, yeah a very tough time if, if you expect something to happen and it doesn't happen right so Again, it's easy for me to say from an outside perspective, but I just wanted to give you this piece of uh, this piece of uh, not advice, but maybe wisdom, uh, if I can. By the way, before I move on, I, I'm recording this episode from my yeah from my own home office, uh, uh, and actually I'm recording this on Tuesday, 24th of March. So I'm publishing this episode kind of uh, just the day after I'm recording this episode. Um, so I can help you as fast as uh, as fast as possible as well. So in terms of in terms of how I'm approaching this uh, as a human being, so the first thing I've kind of focused on is is my home workouts routine. So making sure I have resources in place to do so. Um, so I'm I'm working out either early morning. Uh, for example, this morning I didn't because I wanted to 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 record this episode, and um, or during lunchtime. So I'm using a site a site called drb.com d-a-r-e-b-e-e.com there are free workouts and programs um, like everything is free and I'm following a, a program right now so I'm working out every day trying to go on, on, on runs if I can at the minute in Ireland uh, we are not um, uh, we can still go outside to do that and I think in other countries as well they let you do do a bit um, I'm catching up with my friends family right so um, calling them uh, more often than the normal, uh, just talked to my dad last uh, yesterday, for example, playing video games uh, with my siblings as well uh, online to try to connect with them, uh, 
to some level. So we are trying to to kind of catch up with them uh, this way. Um, then doing fun stuff. I mean, me and my wife will watch a lot of uh, TV shows, uh, stupid TV shows and movies. I think it's cool to it's good to be able to um, to chill during those times. Um, and I'll give you some um, I'll give you some uh, some f fun stuff to watch, or at least the things we watch at the minute at the end of this episode as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, as a as a as a human being, this is kind of the thing we should not forget. Uh, although we are in uh, difficult times, um, it doesn't mean that we can't stop um, having fun in some ways and, and keeping a routine, right? So that's what I'm I'm trying to to keep doing. In terms of mental health, um, obviously the workouts help and talking to friends and family help and and all of that. But the other thing I'm doing at the minute is I have a, a coach. I'm talking to a coach uh, almost every week. Um, at the minute, I'm focusing more on doing exactly this, which is being more present, uh, not being afraid to show up, not being afraid to, to give advice or at least to try to help people and to give my perspective on things. Um, something I'm, I'm struggling a bit because when I interview guests, it's easier for me to um, to lean on their knowledge, but actually doing it on my own and actually sharing my knowledge is something I'm struggling a bit. Um, I'm feeling that it's not maybe not something you want to hear or maybe something you've heard before. So, you know, I have this kind of imposter syndrome kicking in, which is very weird because I don't have imposter syndrome. I don't really feel it at work or when I interview people. Uh, but yeah, those moments where I feel a bit vulnerable are, are kind of difficult. Um, so I'm talking to a coach right now. So if you have the financial means to do so, um, you know, do keep investing in your mental health and whatever is um, difficult for you right now. Um, a few years ago, I struggled a lot with my anxiety. And so I did talk to someone for a long time and it helped a lot. So I would advise you to do so. If you can't afford it or if you feel um, if you if you feel overwhelmed, you don't really know where to start. Again, I'm offering free office hours uh, every week now uh, for the time being. Uh, if you want to talk about anything, really, I'm here for you. Um, uh, all you need to do is, is send me an email louis at everyonehatesmarketers.com and, and in the episode uh, article on the website uh, I'll also have a Calendly link where you can book it directly but for now you can just email me you go to the, you go on the website um, and, and you can find my email there as well don't be afraid to do so I, I genuinely mean it if you need some help I'm, I'm here for you and then finally what I'm, I'm doing is um, I'm lucky enough to be in a, in, a, in a good financial position right now. I've been working for uh, for Hodja for the last three years. I've been careful with my finances. I'm lucky enough to to still be able to work, my wife as well. Um, so I've been donating uh, to the Cystic Fibrosis Association of, in France. Um, one of my younger siblings has cystic fibrosis and it's, uh, it's a genetic disease that affects uh, lungs in particular. And so obviously, as you can guess, um, with the what's going on right now this is a rather uh, a rather difficult time um for him uh, making sure that, that he stays safe and all of that so i've been donating 500 euro to the uh, to the association now i know i've just mentioned that I, I don't mean that in a kind of virtue signaling way uh i'm not trying to like just feel good about myself by telling you that i've uh, donated it's more to encourage you to do the same right so if you have anyone in your family or friends who, who struggle at the minute or if you want to just donate uh, to help what's going on right now, there are plenty of uh, different ways you can do so. Um, so don't be afraid to donate and let me know if you've done so. It'd be great to see everyone um, collaborating with each other and participating into this. So that's kind of the summary of how I'm approaching it as a human being, uh, should I say. 
Um, now, if you don't feel like talking about work, if you don't feel like talking marketing, uh, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a marketer, in-house marketer, whether you want to become a marketer, whether you're a freelancer, a marketing freelancer, marketing consultant, that's perfectly fine. Uh, you don't need to hear the next few minutes um, where I'm going to talk more about marketers. Like it's perfectly fine not to have the, you know, the mental capacity to think about um, work, marketing, anything like that. So don't feel bad about it. Uh, and if you don't, uh, so if if you don't feel like it, don't listen to the next few minutes. You can skip to the end in, in terms of resources and 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 how I want to help you um, if you need help. Um, and so yeah, having said that, moving on to as a marketer, so I'm lucky enough to be to be still be able to work. Um, Hotjar is a software as a service product, so we're still able to sell uh, our, our our product online, and there are still companies reaching out to buy it, so and to use it. So uh, I'm still working almost business as usual from from home. So you won't be surprised as a long time listener. Uh, the one thing I would say, the one thing I'm practicing right now is focusing uh, focusing on things that won't change, right? Um, some people out there will tell you that everything is changing right now. Um, in some, to, some, to, some, to some extent, it's true, right? Things are changing, but there are things that are not changing. You know, the way human beings are, the way we think, the way we react to things is, has been the same for millennials. And so don't uh, feel um, the need necessarily to change everything you're doing. Right. If you focus on on what won't change, uh, your customers uh, doing good research, having a good strategy in place, which allows you to focus on what to focus on and what not to focus on, you should be able to navigate uh, those times um, uh, to a certain extent. So, yeah, my the best, the next thing, um, the one thing I'm really doing as a marketer right now is doubling down on on focusing our best customers. So I've done research at Hotjar in the past in terms of understanding who are our, our, our ideal customer profile. It turns out that um, that those people tend to sell uh, their businesses selling online to uh, to consumers. Um, and so they are, uh, they are a specific you know, category of businesses. And so those people we know are, are more, more likely to stay with us and more likely to use us and all of that. So from research that we've done in the past, we know that. And so this is something that we are doubling down on, helping them out, making sure that uh, we reach out to them, making sure we understand what they are struggling right now, trying to produce content that that, that helps them, training them, um, and also continuing uh, advertising and, and marketing, obviously with empathy in mind, making sure that we understand uh, what they are going through, but not being afraid as well to to double down on on, on, on offering a product that could help them in, in uh, this day and age. So that's kind of what I would really recommend you as well is, to don't be afraid to reach out to, to those best customers and to customers in general, obviously, but to your best customer in particular, uh, ask them how you can help them um, and adjust to the new reality, right? So obviously, depending on the industry you're in, uh, things will be dramatically different. Um, you might not be in a position to to work at all right now. And, and, and if so, uh, the advice I'm giving you are, are kind of not super relevant right now, uh, obviously. Um, but if you are, uh, and if you can still uh, make some, uh, uh, you know, uh, some effort—not effort—but if you can still contribute to and and do some work, um, you need to adjust to the the new reality, which is like, as you know, people are working from home. Uh, the online business side of things, like online ordering, is kind of exploding. There's a lot of people buying stuff and getting them delivered at home, 
uh, everyone is ex exercising at home. Obviously, there's no travel, no events anymore. So what does that mean for your customers? Uh, they obviously still have problems and struggle with stuff. How can you help them differently? Um, and so this is, this is what I, I would really recommend you looking back at surveys you've sent or interviews you've done and trying to understand how uh, those problems that they had before are still very much here and how you can solve them differently uh, today, right? So don't necessarily jump in the bandwagon of all of the other companies that do virtual events. That might not be the answer. Maybe there's something better you can do uh, for them. But again, don't be, don't be afraid to reach out to them, um, especially nowadays. So the other thing I'm focusing on is, is really making sure that we know what to do and what not to do. And this is a simple concept or feels simple, but actually very complex to do in marketing because we have a tendency to try to do everything, right? So trying to really have a clear strategy, you know, um, especially nowadays without a lot of resources, it's more important than ever to have a very, very strong sense of what you want to focus on and what you don't want to focus on. Uh, that means that you will very likely have to let go of a lot of things. You will very likely have to cut some costs, very likely have to refocus your energy on something specific. And so it's maybe time to look at the channels that you want to invest in, the channels that have been working, that are, that are working still uh, today, or the channels that are not working at all. Um, me personally, uh, we are focusing on attention a lot on our top five countries, so traffic, uh, visitors coming to our website from our top five countries in terms of uh, the number of signups they generate, the number of customers they generate, trying to really focus our attention on improving the experience for them. Uh, and in return, we know that the experience will be better for everyone but really doubling down on, on those on, on those geographies. Um, there's two books that come to mind uh, for this, to reread or to read is um, Good Strategy, Bad Strategy. Very, very, very good book on actually a strategy, how to build a real strategy. And I, I don't use this word lightly, right? A strategy is, is a specific uh, set of activities that you do in order to, to know where to focus your attention on. And so this book is very good for that. The other book that comes to mind is the one page marketing plan. Uh, again, allows you to have a very clear strategy with a set of tactics to focus on. Um, so yeah, now is time more than ever to really, really double down on focusing on what works and, and, and letting go of what doesn't, um, uh, being leaner um, and all of that. It doesn't mean though, that whatever position you're in, it doesn't mean that you need to stop marketing. Uh, it doesn't mean that you, that you need to stop selling. Obviously, you want to be very cautious of what's happening depending on your customers. Uh, maybe most of them are not in the mood right now to, to buy whatsoever or not in a position to do so. So you need to be aware of that. Empathy is the number one thing here. But if you if they are, if they are still buying, if, they, if, if, if your product is still something that is useful in those time, then do not be afraid to sell um, because your product or service should help them. Um, so I've come across a very, very interesting framework recently researching all of this, researching for this episode. Um, uh, I'm going to send you the link again to the, um, to the, to this, uh, to this article once, uh, once I publish the article on the website, but I found it on the, um, on the CXL, uh, blog. Um, and, uh, it's actually from a Harvard business review article from, 11 years ago and it's it's um it's, it's a simple enough framework to think about things uh, in this day and age but in general as well which is very interesting so imagine uh, imagine a graph with a, a horizontal axis and a vertical axis right so each graph is split in four so the horizontal axis is split in four and the vertical axis is split in four and therefore 
in the middle of it, the intersection of each creates, you know, uh, 16 uh, different boxes in a sense. So the horizontal axis is basically uh, split in four, uh, the essential products, treat products, uh, postponable products and expandable products. So essential uh, products are anything that are absolutely essential to uh, for, for, to live a, a decent life. So, you know, you can think of, I don't know, electricity, internet, food, clothes, things like that, right? Treats will be things that are not so essential, but are still uh, very much someone, something that you that you are used to buying. So whether you're in, in a business or a customer uh, or, or just a, a person, right? You can think of those things that you tend to buy as a treat when you, when you have uh, money. Um, but that you might not buy um, uh, if if things are, are very top, right? And then the more you go on, the more you go to to those to those products that are not super um, uh, super essential, should I say? And then the vertical axis is also split in four, but this time it's actually um, it, it's actually uh, split in terms of psychographics, right? So in terms of behavior of people during a, a time of crisis, um, and so. Uh, let me just retrieve it here because I thought I had it in my notes, but I actually don't. Yeah, so um, the four categories are the slam on the brakes people, right? So those people are just like uh, when when things are happening right now, it's it's going to be uh, they need to reduce cost. Uh, so they're looking at everything that, that are not uh, essentials or some treats and they remove the rest. Uh, then you have the pain, but patient. So those one will seek out favorite brands at lower prices, but might be settled uh, for cheaper, less preferred alternative. They might stock up on good deals as well uh, for the essential. Uh, for the treats, they will cut back uh, somewhat on frequency and quantity and emphasize value. So, um, and then for the post they might actually delay major purchase, repair rather than replace, etc., etc. Um, and then the last two categories are the comfortably well off. So they will continue to buy uh, essential products as normal. Uh, they might be a bit more selective on luxuries items. Uh, they will seek better quality for the price, etc., etc. And then finally, the leave for today um, people. They'll continue to buy essentials, continue to buy treats, and then they might be a bit more uh, picky for the postponable and expandable. And the reason why I want to give you this framework as a, as a way of thinking about what's going on is it whatever your product, whatever your service, um, you might, you will fall into one of those four categories. Uh, is it, are you selling an essential product, a treat product, postmodable, expandable? Um, and depending on what you're selling, your strategy will have to, to change, right? If you're selling an essential item, um, chances are that uh, you won't, uh, and if people can find it still nowadays, if, you can st if they can still order it online, chances are that you might not see a massive impact, right? Um, but if, if your product can be seen as an essential or treat or postponable, depending on who's buying, then this is when uh, things are getting tricky. So for Hotjar as a software, we know that basically large businesses selling online to consumers, uh, e-commerce, like large e-commerce companies, very well see Hotjar as an essential product. So we know that we need to obviously keep showing up, keep giving them a good product, um, but they are likely, they are likely, obviously we don't know that for sure, but they are likely to keep buying Hotjar, right? But on the other hand, if people consider Hotjar to be a postponable or a treat, it's not that essential in their life. Uh, that might be uh, smaller businesses or startups. Then they are very likely to uh, want to reduce uh, cost or eliminate it entirely. 
and so they might be looking for alternatives or they might just uh, be looking for discounts and stuff like that. So this is a good way for you to think about your marketing strategy, right? Um, this is a, a very, very good framework um, to do so uh, because that kind of gives you some direction uh, to, to handle um, to handle the next few weeks and few months. Um, but overall, I, my, my advice here, and this is the advice I'm giving myself as much as I'm giving you, is to not panic, right? If you've developed a very strong positioning against your competitive alternative in your competition, um, I would go, uh, and, and let's say you, you, you have a premium brand, you have good prices, don't necessarily just discount everything right now uh, straight away. Uh, there might be uh, different strategies. Um, there are famous cases of, of companies that just uh, created a lower cost product uh, separated from their main brands in order to handle um, what's going on right now, uh, like a similar, a similar crisis. Um, so therefore, they, they reap the rewards of being able to sell a cheaper product for people who need it right now, but without uh, diminishing their, um, their actually brand equity and their brand value. So don't panic and, and really take the time to understand your customer and where you fall into this, this framework. The other advice I'm giving myself as a marketer and that um, I'm giving to you as well is to be more present, right? Uh, in, this, uh, in, the, in this difficult time, um, it, is, uh, it is more important than ever to show up, you know, to show up for your employees, for your people, for your colleagues, for your customers. More important than ever to just to understand what they're going through and just to show up to help them. And it's perfectly okay for you, if you feel like it, to show up online, to produce content, uh, YouTube videos, podcasts, articles, because people are spending time online. And even though some of them might not be in the mood right now to read stuff, a lot of them will be. Now, if you don't feel that you are in the mood to do so right now, then again, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to. But that's something I want to do more of. I want to keep, I want to help you more. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff from the last three years of episodes that could be helpful in this day and age. Hence why uh, I'm telling you this. And then finally, um, it's very much linked to the past, uh, to the past uh, few stuff I mentioned, but do good, right? Don't be afraid to, to go beyond your role as a marketer and, and understand, okay, how we can, how can we help? Um, there seems to be a trend right now of a lot of companies actually, um, producing, um, like for example, hydroalcoholic gel for hospitals and, and, and all of that, uh, a, a few luxury companies are, are actually switched their focus to, to produce them instead of producing perfume and stuff like that. Uh, some other companies are doing like 3D printing uh, equipment for medical purposes. What can you do um, to help out? Um, is there anything you can do in your company to, to, help, uh, to help out? And, um, you know, the wheels of business needs to keep turning uh, as, far as, as far as possible. Obviously, there are some countries that are preventing any non-essential business to be open. Um, that's perfectly understandable and fine. But if you are able to work from home, if, if you're in a position to, um, to do that, or if you work, if you're in a country right now that doesn't have those, um, those restrictions, then I believe that at least the wheels of business needs to keep turning. Um, and the best way to support people and their job is actually to keep uh, advertising, uh, if you're able to, to keep um, uh, repeating your value proposition and your positioning, if you're able to, um, and uh, so that people buy your products so you can support your colleagues and employees and, and, and vice versa, so that you can also have the, the, the resources to, to invest in other people's services and products. So 
um, now is not the time to stop everything. Now is the time to obviously look at everything, make sure that you cut the cost that needs to be, but also focusing on your customers to truly understand how you can help them uh, as a as a human being, as a person, um, and 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 yeah, be more engaged um, so you can lead by example. So those are my thoughts. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now as a human being, um, as a marketer. Um, now I want to share you share with you a few resources. Uh, again, those resources I'm gonna I'm gonna post them on a on a on in the article on the website. Uh, the probably on the on the day when the this episode is is, is gonna be live. Uh, but I also send a massive email with everything there. But uh, in terms of in terms of uh, resources, if you are in the mood to to learn more about marketing, which I think is a good time if you can to to double down on on learning uh, on on catching up on 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 those principles that I've talked about and the concept that I've talked about. It's a, it's a good time to to learn more and to to improve your CV and to improve your knowledge. Um, so in terms of training, um, the CXA Institute is is a very very good place for anything marketing and growth related. Uh, I think they are offering a few mini degrees for free to certain uh, to certain people. Uh, the Reforge program is a growth-oriented program as well, very uh, advanced, but uh, I've heard a lot of good things. A lot of my colleagues have been through it. Uh, obviously, they are free, the free Google Analytics, Google AdWords certification, as well as HubSpot. Uh, they have a lot of good stuff. Uh, the mini MBA in marketing by Mark Ritson uh, from Marketing Week. Very, very good stuff on branding, positioning in particular. Everything uh, that Seth Godin does, I keep following what he does. I, I know he has a few workshops and stuff like that at the minute, so do follow it. Uh, AHREF um, offers a free. Um, they've actually they used to 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 charge uh, the AHREF Academy to learn more about SEO and content marketing, but now it's actually uh, the the for free. Then you have um, Andre Chaperon's product, uh, one of them being the, the Autoresponder Madness. Uh, those are paid products, but very, very, very good products on email marketing in particular and how to build relationships uh, online and how to sell your services online and stuff like that. So that's in terms of training. Um, in terms of books, I'm gonna give you the top five right now in terms of the number of times this has been mentioned on the podcast. Uh, Influence um, by uh, Robert Cialdini, um, Ogilvy on Advertising, Purple Co by Seth Godin, The Brain Audit by Sean Souza, and then Sapiens, which is not a marketing book, but I, I think it's a very, very interesting book on uh, humans uh, in general. Um, and then as I promised, in terms of fun stuff and non-fiction, uh, things that are completely unrelated to, to marketing, but I think it's important in this age to have a bit of fun. Um, we are watching right now The Loudest Voice in the Room, which is a documentary about the CEO of Fox News. Um, very, very good acting by uh, Russell Crowe um, on on that. And there's a lot of principles of marketing you recognize throughout the series. So definitely check that out. And the Tiger King is a true crime slash weird documentary right now on Netflix. Do watch it. Um, I didn't know that many crazy shit could happen. Um, in this in the small world of uh, exotic animal um, in the US very 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 crazy and documentary anything by uh, David Attenborough uh, you know Blue Planet and all of that a good way to chill and, and relax watching uh, animal and, and nature documentaries 
um, in terms of very silly stuff that makes me, you know, switch thinking, uh, Impractical Jokers on True TV, um, something I like to watch, uh, don't judge me, um, it's like a hidden camera shows with four guys who know each other fr uh, from high school, very, very funny stuff, I mean, at least for me. And then lastly, I've been uh, obviously a huge fan of uh, Breaking Bad, but Better Call Saul is, I would say, very, very, very good as well on Netflix, uh, excellent acting, and I love the story. Um, yeah, big fan of this show. So those are the five things I'm, I'm watching right now. So again, I'll, I'll share I'll share more stuff uh, in the email and the, in the article. But for now, that's what I have. And then finally, how I can help you and how I want to help you. So if you feel overwhelmed, so if you've listened to this episode and in general you feel overwhelmed with what's going on, um, and you just you just want to talk, uh, then send me an email or reply to the uh, to the email I'm going to send. Uh, in the email I'm sending and in, in the article I'll, I'll post a link to, to my Calendly where you can post you can actually schedule a call with me so more than happy to have a call with you and listen to you and, and see how we, uh, we can solve things together uh, if you're a marketer uh, in-house marketer or, or like a freelancer and you want to help in, in for your marketing strategy if you don't know really where to focus your attention on what to focus on what not to focus on uh, where to invest your resources, how you should talk to your customer. Again, I'm also available if you need help on marketing strategy in particular. Um, you can send me an email, louis at everyonehatesmarketers.com. Go to the website, you can send me an email there. Or I'll also post a Calendly, uh, you can book it uh, there. And then finally, if you have specific questions um, that you're happy for me to answer publicly, so you know if you send me a question over email uh, and want me to, to answer, uh, I'll probably record another episode with my answer. Um, but yeah, um, don't be afraid to reach out. I'm here to help you. Um, if you have any problems whatsoever, if you're struggling with anything, I'm here. Um, so, you know, don't be afraid to do it. Again, I'm repeating myself, but I know it's important in, 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 in those times to, to help each other. So, yeah, um, again, that was a kind of rather special episode. Um, but I felt the need to record it. I hope uh, you got value out of it. Uh, if you have any feedback, any questions whatsoever, you know where to find me. I've mentioned that a few times already. Um, I will keep publishing uh, episodes every week. Uh, that's not going to change. Uh, there are more interviews to come. Uh, very interesting episodes coming up. Uh, and yeah, let's, uh, let's keep fighting. Uh, we will get through this together. We don't know when, but we will. Uh, and let's help each other, right? So again, reach out if you need any help. Take care and see you next week. And that's it for another episode of everyonehatesmarketers.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'm super, super grateful. I'd love for you to consider subscribing to my daily newsletter, Monday to Friday, called Stand the Fuck Out Daily. I send very short, hopefully interesting, surprising, shocking, entertaining content to help you stand the fuck out. It's at everyonehatesmarketers.com. You can subscribe for free and obviously unsubscribe whenever you want. I'm just going to read a couple of emails that I got recently as a reply. Juma said, your content attacks the mind primarily, which is such a good thing because most of us are skilled at what we do, but we don't have the courage to do it our way. Mark, who just subscribed a couple uh, days before, said, this is my first issue of your newsletter. Love it. Glad I subscribed. Brianna said, I just realized this morning that my email habit is now to one, skim through the list, two, select all unread industry email except yours, three, delete and don't think twice, four, quickly skim yours. 
Amy said, also loving the new content that's coming from you. It feels really lovely. Candle said, I like your writing a lot. It really resonates. There's so much bullshit out there. It's good to touch the authentic. And Chloe said, where is the I fucking love this email button? Brilliant. I hope you subscribe. You'll be joining more than 14,000 subscribers at this stage, which is crazy. It's the size of a small stadium. Anyway, thank you so much. See you on the other side.